Hey, it's Cody. And Matt. And thanks for joining us for another episode of The The Coma Coma Cast. Cast. Matt, we're going to be diving into all things involving the LGBT community, including our own lives. And don't forget our cats. We don't want to forget them. The Coma Cast starts now. Podcasting from the Lone Star State in Southern California, you're listening to The Coma Podcast with Cody and Matt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our live show. Every Friday we do this. We're here once again to chat about whatever comes to our mind, chat about what's happening in our lives. Um, But welcome, everybody. Of course, if you're watching this on video, thank you. If you're watching this later as a replay, thank you. Audio, thank you. Just thank you, everybody. Hey, Matt, how are you? Hi, I'm here. Are you surviving? Are you hanging in? No, not really. Not really. <laughs> um, I'm hold. On, I'm trying to. I'm also trying to retweet and learn how to use technology. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm turning into. I'm like evolving from millennial to boomer at a rapid pace here. What did I? I just actually saw an article. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Um, where it was, it was someone who was a millennial, and they um had written this article about uh um. Okay, here we go. They had written an article about, uh, I guess, growing older, and then they they used this phrase for what it is um, with younger people coming in and like things always changing. And but essentially, they they could have just said they're getting older, but they gave this this like phrase or this wording to make it sound like that they weren't now becoming old. <laughs> Um, we were like super dramatic about it and like shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> you know like <coughs> um so you know fridays i'm off school fridays but i have clinical friday saturday morning so i have to be up mm-hmm. around five on saturdays and i don't mind getting up but i have another test this coming week and the first round was so bad this semester that if I have another round like that, it makes it very difficult to survive the entire semester. Mm. So it's not been a very pleasant, it's been a less than pleasant experience. <laughs> um, and, you know, I think everybody questions what the fuck they're doing sometimes. And that is what is happening with me. <laughs> so, um, but not because of any less desire to be an RN or learn the information. It's that the, uh, the things facilitating that are, uh, super negative and Mm -hmm. you don't really feel supported. It's hard to feel good about it every day, but it's an everyday thing. You can't, some people are fantastic. I'm sure they just go to class, read a few notes and they somehow get it, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, for example, I have a blueprint study guide we kind of create that goes along with our test. It doesn't, it's not a, the test is 50 questions. The blueprint is 50 questions, Mm -hmm. but it's not like the question. It's like, Hey, this is the arena. The question can be in, if that makes sense. So it's not like you gotta, you have the question and three possible answers. It's the arena that the question could be in. It could be, it could be any of a hundred things. Um, that is 34 pages long. Just want to point that out. That is a document that is 34 pages long. Okay. Um, when I took my finals last semester, as you know, I did pretty well on them. Mm-hmm. 
one of I had three finals that I that were my theory classes at lecture. Each one of those blueprints was probably 40 pages. And I scored an 80, a 100, and a 98 on my finals. The effort it took to absorb that information um, and retaining information is is just an extreme struggle right now um, because I just yeah the doctors can't fix anything yet and one of the symptoms of it is memory and obviously as a nursing student if your memory is being hit it's mm-hmm. so frustrating um it's bad enough that when sometimes we'll record i will hit the playback and i don't remember having half the conversation i know mm-hmm. that what day we recorded it because we tend to record on the same days we tend to have a pattern yeah. Uh, my short-term memory is just like, <laughs> um, and uh, I was, I know more about it today only because the doctor neglected to mention one of the diagnoses, the things they diagnosed me with. He neglected to mention it during my appointment. He filled it in after the fact. Super helpful. Um, but my next appointment is I had to wait 90 days uh, mm-hmm. from the last appointment where they cut off the finasteride which was the yeah. hair med, but one of the side effects of it is it can, in some patients, lower their testosterone levels. If your testosterone drops too low, you can develop all sorts of problems. Yeah. Uh, somebody with an autoimmune disease or an underlying one, it can compound. So we all know I have one, we just don't know which one. Um, one of the primary ones that does seem to cause this problem is one called Addison's disease. And Addison's disease is very serious. However, I've never really, I didn't really know anything about it. I've mm-hmm. learned about it in school, but that's really all. I mean, I learned about it for a test. I learned, you know, the basics. None of those symptoms of which I have. Yeah. But that doesn't mean anything because my biological grandfather, my bio dad's dad, mm-hmm. had Addison's disease. Mm-hmm. And he was going to die of it, but he died in a car accident instead in his 40s. He just you know, just one thing and then another happened. Um, so, but when you have those things running around in there, it can make other things like this worse. Um, and that's kind of like a primary, totally treatable, like whatever's going on in here, it is totally treatable, but they mm-hmm. wanted complete 90 days of without the finasteride to see if my testosterone levels would rebound a little bit, because you also have to make sure you don't overdo it. <laughs> You know, you don't want to like throw my body the other way when it's yeah. been crashing. So it's probably been crashing for a year or two or longer. And then it just kind of nosedived. Mm. So <clears throat> it's made, um, which is like why my scalp like thinned out really fast and why I can't remember things. So um, I stopped really posting on Twitter the last few months because I can't remember. I mean, if I read something directly and make a comment about it, that's fine. <clears throat> but if I think it's something I want to talk about, I can't remember it. If I don't literally log into my phone and type it and half the time mm-hmm. I'll go to type it by the time I'm t- mid thought it's gone. And I'm like, well, and I don't have the energy to worry about it because all my focus goes to school. So mm-hmm. I can barely remember to, I can't remember um, like to text people. I can't remember to um, like get things. I don't, like if I asked David for some to do something or he asked me, I'm like, can you text it to me? Um, <laughs> because I just literally won't remember. And mm-hmm. it's kind of frustrating. Yeah, um, I can imagine. 
because it's gotten progressively worse and it seems to have been triggered by when I started the ADHD meds because you and I were recording a lot during then and I can mm-hmm. look back at our videos and I can see where I was me and then just like I can see where I went straight down, rebounded and back down again. And I'm sure I can't even imagine what recording is like with me because the days I can't remember what you tell me. So y'all don't see, but a lot of times we record one to two hours of material for, for recording. And we, we Mm -hmm. use like 45 minutes to an hour around that. Right. Once we started kind of finding our groove and Cody and I kind of finding what we each like to do when this all started happening, that totally changes your dynamic because every time Cody logs in, he doesn't know which person I am. And bonus, me either. Because <laughs> I don't know that I'm not remember. I'll I'll realize it because like a, I'll remember like a topic. I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. we just talked about that 10 minutes ago. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, some things that seem to help it are getting I do sleep pretty well now and mm-hmm. exercise like that seems to keep it. I can function, but a little bit in check. I'm pretty much on autopilot a lot. So I'm very much looking forward to this doctor's appointment. Because it's completely, completely treatable. Um, I, I've read that some people, it'll spontaneously reverse later in life out of nowhere. Mm. I don't think I'm going to be that lucky. But all it is, is just lifelong hormone replacement therapy. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, and it will alleviate it, and which I'm excited about. It's just I'm kind of in that period where you have to wait and see what your body does so they can make an actual plan for it and decide if it's going to make it better. But some of the other symptoms include, because I'm very open about like depression and everything, a decreased sense of self because you don't feel like you're like, you, you know, something's wrong and you can't do anything about it. You just have mm-hmm. to sit there. Um, and then, you know, things like decreased muscle tone, um, you know, obviously memory hair shedding and uh, scalp issues, you know, things that have been kind of creeping up on me this whole time. And that likely were just triggered. You know, they were already probably there and just, you know, slowly building yeah. and caused it to nosedive. So I don't feel sick or anything. I just want to point that out. Like, I feel okay. Like, I can eat, sleep, walk, talk, and I feel fine. It just, I read tweets and I don't remember tweeting them. I read my notes and I don't remember writing them. And I'm like, oh my God. But, um, but on clinical days, I'm fine. It just seems like that activity helps me string it all together. And I, I react appropriately. My clinical judgment is always scored very high. Just when you're sitting in kind of a lecture situation. And right now our teaching ratio is like 38 to one. If I'm not face in it, in the material, it's like talking to a brick wall and I can feel the information just like, yeah. <laughs> running right over me and i'm like i mean those those instances i think are just tough anyway for uh right this a is already people. hard information <laughs> so then in compounding uh, <laughs> issue because i i remember i i i could in those classes i just it was just like it just seems like someone's talking to me and i'm not it's just going through so i can only imagine then to then have that compounded right. it's super common in men like four to five million guys suffer from this it's just super common for us and it happens usually it just kind of creeps on um but certain things can trigger it like um most of the time it's in people over 60 but if my life was normal and then you know i just gotta tell you cody i honestly 
my body it's like i know we talk about the temple jokes a lot but it honestly feels like i'm the denny's on the rough side of town like, <laughs> oh <my God>. oh my goodness that phrasing (laughs) and um but i think it's something that a lot of guys struggle with and they don't know they're struggling with it yet um and that's why i talk about it so openly um i think it's important that we push back against this normalizing of guys just saying oh i'm tough and i'm in my feelings and i don't need anything when in reality we're super Mm -hmm. fucking sensitive because we're breaking and we don't know it we don't we don't realize that these long ass hours and long ass days that we're not just breaking from, Oh, I'm not sleeping enough. I need to go to the gym a little more. I should eat a little healthier. We all need to do those things. You know, I think you can, I mean, there's obviously other uh, medical reasons that this could be, but uh, in general, men have a lower life expectancy, but, but I would say if, you would actually like just listen to your body and stuff. That expectancy could probably go up overall. But like you're saying, the whole masculinity as a whole in general, especially in America, is just so macho. I don't need to go to the doctor. I'm fine. Even though you could be on your deathbed. It's it's hard to explain because I've complained about a lot of these symptoms for years and other things were causing some of them. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of feel crazy. You feel like, okay, well, I guess I just need to pay better attention. I need to take better notes. I need to, I need to listen better. I'm already ADHD, you know, and it's like, okay, well maybe I, I am ADHD, but that's, it's like some of these things mask other problems. And honestly, if it wasn't for the fact that I went on the finasteride that they monitor. So when you go on finasteride, they take your, t- they check your testosterone once a year, just kind of and it's only like in 0.001%. Like it's a super fraction. It's like a fraction of a fraction of people having problems with it, which is why I'm like, uh-huh. It's the finasteride. Sure. It's not my body just sucking, but okay. I only live in this damn thing. Um, it can be very frustrating. So you have to always advocate for yourself. You know, you mm-hmm. do have to advocate for yourself. And I will always preach that. And I say that as going into the medical field. And I know my way around a bit. Well, quite a bit actually. and. I will always tell you, if you don't know, ask. If you don't get the answer, ask again. You are entitled to answers. You may not like the answer. You may not understand the answer. But you are entitled to an answer about your health when you're going to the doctor. And the answer is sometimes I don't know. So sometimes you have to accept things you don't want to hear. Um, Yeah, I mean, like I said, not only is it that... uh, it's important if you if you feel there's an issue to go to the doctor but then when you are at the doctor to advocate for yourself like you're saying because especially people in the lgbtq community or in the uh, bipoc community uh a lot of times uh doctors tend to not listen to um, your uh so i have medical books obviously i've been reading medical books for many years and in the older ones and and by older i mean through 2010 I was going to say, yeah, very recent. Um, yeah, that a lot of times they would describe other cultures, namely black people, say, oh, well, they have a higher pain tolerance. No, they're being ignored. Like, yeah. that is what's happening. Now, in some cultures, is it that they they are in equal amounts of pain, but they are, it's not, they don't consider, maybe somebody doesn't consider it appropriate to talk about it. Yes, that can be a thing. There can be cultural differences, but if you cut someone open, they will generally bleed and feel pain. 
you know yeah there there are so much yes there are people that have just different pain thresholds but pain is what a patient says it is and i'm really glad we've moved towards that because it allows more people to be heard um i mean i get ignored appointment in my own appointments all the time you know (laughs) and so i know if it happens to me it absolutely happens it can absolutely happen to everybody else i mean so I always get frustrated when people say, oh, just ask your doctor. Well, if your doctor doesn't have any sort of sense about people or they kind of have that old school mentality or they're just racist, um, you can have a problem. So it's so important to advocate for yourself and to be on top of your health. But yeah, that's that's what's made this semester extra hard. And that's what was happening. It's been happening probably for a couple of years. It's just, when your levels start getting to a, a really low point that's when things starts to like kind of come unglued because we have this range that we live in excuse me high and low that yeah if you're in it you're probably fine mm-hmm. and obviously the if it goes too way too low or you have testosterone way you know super elevated yeah of course you know you're going to be a bit you know you're going to start to notice things but i think and then some people, they don't have any symptoms. They don't feel anything. They're just like, oh, well, everything works. I feel okay. Maybe a little fatigued, but I can tell you that I feel fatigued all the time. And I go to the gym four days a week. I make myself go to the gym because it's the, it helps somewhat make mm-hmm. me feel better. And I try to keep myself on this structure and keep getting a good night's sleep helps, but there's no substitute for the hormones in your body, you know? You know, it's what makes us us. And it's made it really difficult to think positively because generally I'm an, I'm upbeat to the point that it, it irritates people. <laughs> I mean, even with you, like when we were do the pot, I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. We're going to work it out. It's going to be great. And you're like, Jesus in Christ, Matt, we can't even find the on button for the volume. And I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. You know, but it's, it's harder. I can literally feel myself separating from that. It's almost like, you feel like you're breaking in two because you see who you want to be and who you are. And then you feel your brain kind of like pulling away from that. You feel like you're being torn in two slowly. Mm-hmm. And uh, so of course in the middle of this, what am I doing? I'm trying to learn how to take care of people and save their lives and decide what kind of specialty I want to work in. And do I want to continue on to get my doctorate in this? You know, do I want to be Dr. Jake? You know, I have, I have looked up to Dr. Jake since I was 23 years old. I unintentionally have followed in his footsteps and, you know, and the way I feel right now is very difficult to say, how can I do this? You know, now when I'm with patients and when doing it, I feel great. But when you're sitting in the theory part of it and you're trying to drag yourself through a test and you can't remember if your laptop's even in your backpack, it's not because it's in front of you. You feel a little stupid, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you question yourself and you know, it's fixable. You know, it's got to be, yeah. okay. but your rational mind knowing something's going to be fine. It's almost like, you know, when you're struggling with your anxiety, when you and I talk about it, I never tell you, Oh, Cody, you're going to feel fine in an hour or two <laughs> because you already know that, you know, that it's going to pass in a day or so. That's not why you're texting me. You know, you're telling me right at this moment, this is how you're feeling. And that's kind of what goes on in my head. Um, but it makes you short tempered and short fused. 
So like one of the nights I canceled our live because I'd had just a terrible day at school and I didn't want to talk about some of the topics that were on the, on the list that night. I just was like, nope, <laughs> like <laughs> I wasn't, I knew I couldn't do it. And so yeah. I'm tired. It, may, it means I'm exhausted. And uh, so when I, when you guys get me on Friday night, it's a lot of times the first other than David and Keith, you guys, this is the first non-school interaction I have had since last Sunday or last Friday. Yeah. You know, and that's a, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> For sure it is. <laughs> like I have 75 classmates and I see 50 of them on Wednesday, Thursday. And then I see, well, I see 40 of them Wednesday, Thursday, and another 10 of them on Saturday mornings at 5 a.m. or 6.30 in the morning when it starts. Mm -hmm. Luckily, they are just the most wonderful humans. And we are all struggling. We are on the struggle bus together. And honestly, I, I am super overjoyed to have them. Like they are, we all, they're very supportive. If y'all ever do anything like this, they're called your cohort. And they are the most, they will generally be the most wonderful people you can possibly imagine because everybody wants everybody to succeed. You can't see it, but right next to me, my, my desktop, that's all practice tests and practice questions and all the stuff I'm doing. And that literally, as soon as I shut my laptop from this, I'm going to be sitting here handwriting my notes, trying to recommit it to memory. <laughs> like, <laughs> So it's been, I apologize that every week it's pretty much a nursing update and a you know personal health update, but I know you guys struggle with this too. I know a lot of y'all um, personally, and I know we've had some of you I've known since I was literally a child. <laughs> <laughs> you know, surprise, <laughs> Matt. I've known you since you were a baby. You just don't know it yet. Oh. <laughs> oh, we're to really talk. <laughs> but um, well, so I do apologize that my updates are not super exciting, but they're, they're something that we talk about on the podcast a lot. Just right now, it's happening in real time. So I want you guys to see what it looks like in real time with me, because I do feel that sometimes my Twitter personality, it's me. That is all me. But it's hard to express in 280 characters what you're thinking and feeling. You know, it it's hard to get yeah. that out there. And if you don't know how I talk, I I can't imagine what people think when they do scroll through my Twitter. I, I just I can't. You know, I mean, I, I think you, you're right. Like uh, you're a, a Facebook post or an Instagram post or a, a tweet here and there doesn't get the whole picture of maybe what you're experiencing on a day to day basis or even an hourly basis because it's a, it's a quick snapshot. And so you can't see the the actual uh, life going on behind that. But right. I also do think it's important, like you're saying and speaking uh, to what things are going on. And we always try to do that here on the podcast uh, coming up uh, later uh, this season uh in a few weeks we have an episode where we talk about my anxiety and everything right i, I deal with <laughs> concern and we record a lot we record <laughs> now in my defense we did record like 10 episodes in like three bam, bam, days bam. and i could not remember i knew we talked about it but i couldn't remember if it was last season it's was, it's like one of those things when I was in TV and we would we because you just that's what happens you record a lot of stuff sometimes all back to back uh, because uh, just schedules and different things how it works out and so you always have stuff say back but it's one of those things where like 
everyone knows what's being talked about or has the knowledge to talk about the certain topic, but it's like, okay, what are we doing now? And someone like gives a quick paragraph. Okay, now we're recording, blah, 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 blah. Do it. And then, okay, what's next? That's, it. That's update, exactly what COVID and you do it. But we, but we like talking about things that are going on in our lives. Because I think right. you are right. That a lot of people are dealing with things, dealing with anxiety, or maybe dealing with stuff similar to you uh, with your school or your health. Um, and But they don't speak about it or they think it's just them and they don't talk to other people right. about it. And it's so hearing about it. I mean, even when you and I talk about your anxiety, I think the first few years, I remember you telling me that you didn't let you you would want to reach out to me because we talked all the time and we gotten very close, but you didn't really, I couldn't, I put it together, but at first I didn't because you would reach out to me with these one word sentences and I was very cryptic and I'm like, well, are you okay? And you're like, I don't feel good. I'm like, oh, are you like, does your stomach hurt? Like, do you have a headache? Like, you know, trying to piece together what's going on. And then slowly I was like, he left his job. He walked away from a career for a better personal life. Oh, and then you started hinting at it and kind of, it took you a long time to come and talk to me, kind of really have a real conversation with me. And being my friend means I'm going to ask you, if once you bring it up, I'm going to ask you directly because I don't want to assume. And I also don't want to make a misstep. You know, I don't want to assume you want to talk about something that you don't. So I will just ask you, is this something you want to talk about? Or do you just need to talk about it and me say shit? Do you want me to do nothing? And I think that was super, it was a super important conversation. It was me asking you, how can I help you best? And sometimes you're like, I want you to talk back to me. And other times you're like, I need to tell you this. The anxiety episode, I was really glad you wanted to record. Um, I was really nervous to record it though, because you don't really share the way I do. You're super private. Um, and I'm not. So, um, I was nervous that maybe you would be uncomfortable and kind of clam up or that you would get really anxious about doing it and delete the episode, which by the way, we've all, we have done, we have recorded hours and hours and multiple episodes and said one or both of us, <laughs> like, Nope. And tossed it. And that sometimes that can be what a half day of your life that you just deleted <laughs> or yeah. the file was corrupt. <laughs> um, you guys, we, we I, I, if you've been a long time listener or viewer of us, we uh, last year were going to attempt to uh, have like a spinoff segment with oh, Matt. Yeah. And for real, guys, we like spent hours upon hours. Not, not just me though. Met like Matt researching, writing things down, putting it all together and stuff, and then we just hours like recording it. it, and it didn't, it didn't fit right of what we were imagining we wanted it to be, and so right. it, was, it was just there. It was gone. Right. It was one of those things that we really, really wanted to record because I love history, and Cody loves the Royals. And I thought this is how we can put out just a very interesting topic and explain what all these things mean. Because to us, monarchy, the monarchy is a relic to our history, but it is a part of our history. And trying to explain to people how all of that went down and what we're taught here versus what they're taught over across the pond. But it was one of those ideas that I realized while we were doing it that I think this would work best if Cody and I recorded it in person. Because Cody was in my ear 
telling me what he saw and it looked fine but then we play it back and we're like i was like bitch what you talking about yeah i didn't like it right <laughs> and then <laughs> you were so nice about it we were finished recording and i felt bad but i was like cody i don't like it i don't think i like it at all and you're like <laughs> me either <laughs> everybody i love the behind the scenes though i love the behind the scenes yeah we recorded it two or three separate times we couldn't get the lighting right it was the background the setup the information i will tell you that was one of my favorite things and i'm so mad i didn't i actually wasn't recording at the time because there was like a pause and we didn't record because then it would be like hours upon hours um and then i can't find anything but uh I, I'm mad I wasn't recording it or I was and like I had something else up on the screen. I think that's what it was. So I was hearing it, but I, it wasn't recording on the screen. Oh, but I forgot guys, about that. We, we were he was well, trying I'll... to set up a whole background and backdrop. <laughs> and he awful. brought he brought David in. And then uh, I, it, I I don't want to say it was like a flat, like little frustration situation. You were like, no, this here. And he was like, why? <laughs> Not that angry, but I don't know why I did that. Yeah, it, but was, it was very funny. funny. It was funny because it was like, oh my god, I'm getting to see a little insight into this little relationship. Because again, everybody, no one is like happy or not. I want to say happy, but no, like perfect uh, little angel and everyone agreeing at all moments in time. But it was no, so funny. It was so funny to see it. Doing, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and of course, this is when I was on my ADHD meds, so I'm not saying <laughs> half of what I'm thinking, and. You can kind of see on the video, I kind of realize it because I'm like kind of pointing, but he's not looking at me. So he has no idea what the fuck I'm pointing at. And so he's hanging up everything because he's tall and I can't reach. And But we also have to make sure it's caught in the camera. But then the lighting wasn't right because once I hung up a backdrop of different colored things to try to get like this nice effect, the camera was too close. So <laughs> my office isn't where my desk was. It wasn't big enough to get a wide enough shot. <laughs> And then when so all was, the w- we couldn't get the microphone and then I had to the microphone back. I can't see my own screen, so I can't even see Cody in the background. <laughs> it was awful. So then it was like all of that was for nothing. Because By the, way, the, it the was whole summer. setup didn't fit. It was summer and it was hot. <laughs> in my, even with air conditioning, the computers were like, because we, we had two computers running in my office. Plus, you know, my phone is charging because I'm talking to Cody. I have one computer with a scripting <laughs> trying to keep it from burning out my other computer. And it was just, these and are then just when you, that <laughs> when you get hot, the tiniest little things, you're just like, yeah. yeah and David does not like to sweat. So, you know, we live in Texas, <laughs> please note. Um, so I felt that because he was in the middle of something and he came to help me and he's not understanding what I want. And I don't even know if I understand. And of course I'm changing my mind every 10 seconds and we're having to stop and be like, Cody, can you see this? Yes. Well, we don't know if it's going to work until we start recording with it. All right, stop, David, come back. (laughs) You guys, basically what we wanted. Here's the deal. I think at some point in time, we will do this. The episode will come out. We'll re-record it. The thing is, I feel like what we were wanting was going to require some money for like a backdrop for what I think we were imagining in our heads, like what we would really in our dreams want. <laughs> right. And then... we had, it was kind of like a expensive champagne idea and natty ice budget. <laughs> exactly. It's going it, to one day I have not let up on this idea because it's a great idea and I love the history aspect of it. And we, 
It's someday, everybody. Someday. I promise it will happen. I, I think it's I still the, have was, the file. Do you really? <laughs> I think so. I save everything. Oh, Remember, oh, I save everything. That is, Every... oh, it was terrible. Um, it was one of those. <laughs> and to get the angle right, we ended up, my laptop was sitting on like eight books or something. It was stacked up on another chair, like way high. Because we we're trying to get the angle looking down at me so I could sit back and look at the camera. We were trying to make it slightly different from the podcast. So it didn't look, we were trying to slightly differentiate it, have a little bit of fun with it. And it wasn't fun. We had also, no everybody fun. again, the way, it was we're running in and out too, because we had to have the doors <laughs> open to try to vent out the room. And they were getting into every cord wire box and thing you can think of. And there are cords hanging everywhere. And I think well, I he had things precariously up. balanced, but he did send me a photo and I will find it in a minute. Maybe if I can't, actually, I won't. We send it. We usually, uh, well, before he was in school and when he's on break, we send a lot of pictures. So it will be hard for me to find this picture. But he, I believe, sent me a picture of it. I did. How everything was balanced. But again, it was really hot. And I will just say, everybody, everybody was in underwear and it was a great sight. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we were sweating bullets and David was frustrated. He wasn't frustrated with me. He was just getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And every 10 seconds, I'm like, David, come back. I need you to move that. David, come back. I need you to move that. David, come back. And you put, and this whole time, we're putting holes in the wall every second. We're tacking up things. <laughs> Cody had the oh, time of his life laughing. I loved it. I loved every moment of it. Well, eventually, and- we had a priest come and bless the room. Keith has since moved into that room. And honestly, it's been cleansed and things are better. <laughs> <laughs> um it's everybody again thank you for joining us uh yes i know that we have totally ignored you for here for a second but uh, i'm glad you're here uh so keith hi <laughs> welcome uh chris hey uh you said boo adulting this week yes no one loves that Ugh. and then you also chris said uh, my short term is fading fast lately i can tell you what i had for breakfast in 2012 but not what i had as snack a few minutes ago chris what did you have for breakfast in 2012 i mean that's a what what was your main go-to breakfast i guess i feel like some people have like a certain breakfast they usually have is it like toast and eggs and um mine is cereal cereal oatmeal yogurt yogurt with some granola is kind of my favorite it's a healthy one yeah actually i've always liked um i've always liked fresh fruit if we if we go to like a breakfast buffet or something like that i will always gravitate towards um some fruit uh, yogurt, uh, some kind of, uh, oh, biscuit and gravy. Actually, that is my, if I have an absolute choice, if I'm not feeling, if I'm not being dragged out of bed and like I'm awake, biscuits and gravy. If I need to eat something light because I need to like go take a test or something, then it's going to be yogurt and granola. So not this past weekend, but the weekend before Justin made biscuits and gravy, the best biscuits ever and the best uh sausage gravy ever it was the most oh. delicious thing ever and of course then we had our our hands are finally eggs again uh they finished their molting thing and um early on when they first started laying again they started cracking the eggs and then they would eat their own yolk and eggshells which is a big problem because they do need uh calcium and so that's why they eat the shells uh because that it like replenishes them to be able to lay shells and for the eggs but they finally stopped doing that. So we've had fresh eggs again, which is so amazing. We actually, Justin, we had some leftover eggs that we'd bought from the store when they weren't laying this winter. 
and he compared the two and he was like, oh, my God, I'm glad they're laying again because the eggs taste so much better. And Chris, you said your go to was egg, sausage, cheese and toast. And you also said, yay, biscuits and gravy. David made the mistake of homemaking sausage gravy. That's it. That's all we've had since. And that was like two years ago. So every now and then he'll make like a container of it. So we have it for the weekend. We make it in various things. And Keith says, I'm on HRT, which is hormone replacement therapy and love the results. My test levels were only mid range. So I can only imagine if the levels were lower. Yes. Keith's were slightly lower. And so he spoke with his doctor about it and they agreed to give it a shot. And it's, it's just worked out great. I've seen such a difference in Keith, um, his energy, his, um, he's always a bright and cheerful person. You know, that's just his uh, disposition. But um, he says he feels so much better all the time. He just has the energy to go and do things. And it's made his workout so much more effective. Um, and he has the energy to do them and, you know, really kind of put his heart and soul in it, not just show up and go through the motions. Because that's mm-hmm. what he was describing to me, that he was going, he was going through the motions. And he really wasn't getting as much out of it. And we've just seen the difference and of course, which makes him feel good, which in turn brings him more joy. So it's cyclical, you know? So, um, I think the most joyful thing I did was, Oh, I bought this hoodie. So I think if y'all know, I'm always wearing a hoodie. Um, yeah. My classmates know me so well that if I come to school without a hoodie on, I can usually blend in and nobody will realize I'm in the room for like 10 minutes. It's happened. Wait, what was this back in time? You were also wearing a hoodie. Yes, I was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's me on the far right and yes uh that was 2010 and i am wearing a hoodie that was an extra small by the way and you notice it's huge on me in that picture um i'm this i'm wearing i think it's a medium but it's pretty snug on me like if i stretch and flex if i'm just sitting it's not so bad but um it, i definitely I'm working, but I'm also working on filling in my hoodies. I would just like to not, I I would like to stop filling in my neckline though. I think I've had enough of that. Um, but I did actually get on the scale last night. I don't do that often because I don't think it's, I don't think it's healthy to obsess over a number. It's about how you feel, but mm-hmm. with my body freaking out and doing all sorts of wild shit, um, uh, I put on a couple pounds again. Um, I went from 170 to like 161 or two and it's kind of i now i'm like hovering at like 164 165 i'm when i have weighed myself that's what i've seen but i've been at the gym the last i think three months this week i didn't go at all but um i'm usually going three to four or five days a week circulating muscle groups doing different things trying to just be positive sometimes you'll see my i will occasionally post them on snapchat but very rarely i don't know i don't want to be that Cause I'm just posting where I'm at. I'm just doing something. I'm not trying to be all like, look guys, I went to the gym today. <laughs> like literally all I'm trying to do is keep myself. Hey, bro. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep myself at less than two chins for myself. You want to go to the bathroom? Uh, yeah. I want to do it over the Dyson air blade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a video where somebody, a microbiology student swabbed one of those. Oh yeah. Don't use those everybody. Don't, don't use them. They're gross. Use a They're paper never towel. Yeah. Use a paper towel, lick your hands, wipe them on your I, shirt, whatever. <laughs> I do love the, the uh, there's this really nice mall here and uh, they have uh, put um, the soap dispenser, 
the water, everything is all in like one thing and the air dryer. Finally. <laughs> of course, the air dryer, you're going to have the same thing with the Dyson, but whatever. But it's all in one. So there's, you know, like if you like get the soap, then water drips everywhere. This is all like in one enclosed place. So it makes it stay way cleaner and nicer. Well, the um, air dryers that blow out don't see, I don't think are as bad. It's the Dyson air because it blows into itself. So yeah, it's just like all the bacteria. Just <laughs> maybe sanitizers once a day or something. Matt is beefing up. I am a little bit. I am actually wearing. I'm just gonna. I because I I know what you're going to ask me, Cody. Like I'm not like super beefy or anything, but like is like this used to be David's shirt. This is a large. I feel so like I need a hug. There we go. Yay! I am because Cody. What Cody was going to do was hint at me until I literally took my uh um shirt off. Holy crap! He, uh, Chris just sent me this picture, a throwback picture, mm-hmm. and it was taken, I think, just before. Oh gosh! Oh wait, no, I did know you then, because I remember you wearing that shirt. Chris said, take it off, take it off. Um, yeah, I'll always have Matt take it off. <laughs> if you, if anybody's listened or watched this show, you already know how this goes. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did find the photo. I did find the f- photo of when uh, we were talking about earlier uh, of us trying to film a project that didn't go through. And this was the precarious situation we had going here. This where you had oh, gosh. Uh, the laptop on the books on this chair and then everybody see the second laptop is balanced on the top of the back part of the laptop and the back of the chair (laughs) (laughs) this is a very precarious situation we had there (laughs) uh but yeah uh uh let's see oh so earlier i was talking about the whole situation by the way that was the improvement that picture that you're looking at, that's that's the improvement. What it was initially was this big mess. And then finally, <laughs> I, I tried to get, because I, I was worried something would fall and take everything out. So I was trying to be responsible. I was just, it was just not going well. I am. Um, uh, it's, it's fun going through our photos, by the way. Oh, yeah, um, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's so... Uh, I loved it. It was fun. Um, okay. Uh, earlier I was talking about uh, the whole situation at the beginning of the show uh, when Matt was talking about um, uh, using technology. Um, but uh, millennials who feel like they're like out of touch or out of step, um, they are, there's an article written in some are using this new phrase now uh, called a vibe shift. Do you feel the vibe shift happening? Um and so basically it's, you know, it's like, okay, we're not using Facebook anymore, but then do you still hang on? Or are you going to, do you feel the vibe shift? Is everything changing? Is there types of clothes that are in the end right now? Um, but it's talking about these millennials and, you know, are they staying relevant? Uh, or are they now uh, suffering to the vibe shift that is happening? Uh, because young people just do something. They don't like think, oh, I better not do that anymore because it's not hip. They just do it and whatever. And millennials, I guess, are now, as we are now getting older, uh, happening. Many people are uh, just like uh, not wanting to, uh, I guess, say those words. So they're just using, there's a vibe shift happening. (laughs) Is it an effort for us to not sound like we're trying to be 40, trying to sound 20? We're just trying to like, 
<laughs> acknowledge it, but without trying. How do you do, fellow kids? You know, that gift. <laughs> oh, I have a hoodie that, Matt, you know, that what he's wearing, the gray shirt and the red hoodie. Mm hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I thought it was an interesting thing. And so that uh, like people are talking about this now online uh, of, you know, uh, there's a lot of millennials actually who have a real paranoia of feeling like they're not keeping up. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like the fear of missing out. Uh, and you don't want to be one of those people who's missing out. But then, you know, are you now going to be like this? almost 40 year old who is trying to stay hip with what like uh, a 19 year old and 20 year old are, are doing. How do you um, do fellow kids? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, everybody. See, perfect. I told my friend I was going to borrow her skateboard. For, so she's one of my classmates said it would be a great Halloween costume. Basically a, like mm -hmm. a, have a gift party. Isn't that fun? <laughs> That is great. I loved it. I, I wasn't expecting that fully, but that delivered. Totally delivered. Keith said, just get off my lawn. You know, and something around here. So there's a lot of people who, I, I, if you're going to come to San Diego and when uh, Matt finally gets to visit, uh, and I've seen it this to him before, like I like sometimes I, uh, when Justin uh, used to work in the office, um, I would go to the mall that's like really nearby. And that would be like, if there's going to be like a Christmas party afterwards and I go with him, but like, I can't stay at the office. So I would just go to the mall and like, okay, I go around, look at the mall, whatever, but I'm there for a few hours. So then I just like sit, eat, drink, relax and scroll my phone. And, um, when I would do that, you would see like, I don't know, like 30 dogs, people, you know, people love dogs and animals here, uh, in San Diego. And, um, but I will say in the neighborhood, there is, I don't want to say there's a lot, but there's a handful of people who have signs that say clean up after your dog, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, it's like, okay. Uh, I've never seen that be a problem in our yard and our yard is like full out grass. So animals love it. Um, cause a lot of people, you know, they either have like rocks or whatever. Also, I see people, a lot of people have this sign about pick up after your dog. Uh, and their yard is literally all rocks and weeds. Okay. No dog is getting in that. Why are you putting up the sign? No dog is going to get in the rocks and weeds, please. When there's a house next door with grass. No. Uh, I'm just like, since I've looked out my window and seen somebody like letting their dog shit on the corner of my yard. I'm like, can you like, please pick that up? Like, see, everyone is so good about it. And like, I, I just, I don't oh. think there's a problem. And I'm just like, <laughs> so annoyed. <laughs> I used uh, to tune my subwoofer in my parents' driveway when I was in high school. But now I hear people with subwoofers shaking my windows and I get all upset about it. LOL. <laughs> uh, the karma, the sounds of karma come a booming through, huh? Oh my god, I remember. Okay, you guys just don't know Chris. Like <laughs> So when Chris and I met, we would have just graduated high school like the year within a year and a half to 2 years mm -hmm. prior. So there's still <laughs> I can still hear Chris coming down the streets. <laughs> oh my goodness. You guys don't understand how far back we go. <laughs> like the only thing I the only person I think in well, Clint and I go back really far because we, you know, we were neighbors. Well, we lived on the street from each other in high school. Um, you know, like we, I lived off one. We lived down a main road from each other. And but that was it. Like 
when I went to college, I met Chris a year or two after I started college and um, always just, I could hear Chris's car. I always knew when Chris was over. Um, I think he was dating our roommate at the time for a short time. And like, I always knew, um, well, my roommate did not like Chris and I being friends, by the way. Like this is, this is (laughs) nobody ever. uh, Yeah. don't know what it is. Um, Um, so I would know Chris was there because I would hear him, you know, but then later, you know, I found out, Oh yeah. You know, Chris was here today. Like, yeah. (laughs) Cause I could hear him on like leaving. And sometimes I could hear him block away if he was driving, if he went around the block. (laughs) (laughs) I can see the side mirrors in the cars next to me. Oh, it's so funny to picture. Like, you know, after so many years, you know what I mean? Like, it's so weird to think about. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, what Um, makes me feel super old is I have a lot of classmates between the ages of 18 and like 23-ish. Uh, and they make me feel fucking ancient. I'm not kidding. Uh, at least monthly, I have to check Urban Dictionary for what I, I will see something in a group text. And I'm like, what is that? And I'll have to go like, look it up. And sometimes it's like, oh, wait, I did know that. I just haven't heard. It's something from like, before our time, that's made like a resurgence. And so, but what gets me is sometimes someone will throw, oh, Matt, do you know what this is? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> See, figured you would. You're old. I'm like, uh, that was used 20, 30 years before I was born. Not you did not invent the English language, hon. I'm sorry. It's, it, it's the vibe shift. <laughs> Are you being chuggy? Oh, that yeah, that's like, but that's not you know, that's in that's not in anymore, Matt. You're like oh yeah, stuck I know. Now I, I, you're well, stuck I, I was dying. I was hoping to bring this up on like a flashback episode. But I was reading how that like rose and fell really fast. Yeah, it really did. It really did. Um, okay, so everybody, uh, as you know, uh, uh, Greg Abbott has been a horrible person and he's done some uh, crazy, uh, ridiculous things um, that don't make any any sense. And um, so uh, I, I saw this thing um, and I have to put it up on the screen for everybody. Um, basically, uh, um, Greg Abbott is being trolled by the author. I've never heard of this, but space Raptor butt invasion. Um, (laughs) And he has purchased uh, Greg governor Abbott.com and has put this on the website. And uh, he's basically just mocking the governor's hate of anti-trans policies uh, and connecting with supportive trans organizations. Um, and so, uh, yeah, first of all, how did he not have governor Abbott.com? I am always confused of why these politicians don't purchase, like you would buy governor Abbott.com, right? Nope. You would because you're not, you know, an 88 year old windbag trying to ruin everybody's (laughs) lives and guarantee some generational wealth and power, you know? despite benefiting off public policies because he was severely injured in an accident, I think in 1984. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so, so there it is. Interesting that we turn around and make cuts to the programs and attack said programs, but he's also just a giant bastard. <coughs> so, We're hoping uh, to get rid of him in November. Beto did win the democratic nomination. So Beto O'Rourke and governor Abbott, current governor Abbott will face off in November 
and it is just gonna be hideous you know like i don't know what to expect i don't know what to say uh you know well also in some positive news i think also in texas uh, if we look at uh, uh progressive democrats had good nights in uh the races that they did run in in uh texas which is a really good sign and uh for a area that spanned like from laredo up to san antonio that race uh for democrats uh between uh Quayar, who is a pretty almost like conservative Democrat, but eh, basically conservative. Uh, he is a longtime uh, person who's been in Congress, but he uh, uh, faced off against uh, a woman, Cisneros, Jessica, and uh, that is going to a runoff. Uh, so high hopes that Jessica can pull it off ultimately because uh, Henry Quayar, uh, who is being investigated also, he had his offices raided, I believe. <laughs> um, probably shouldn't be in Congress anymore. Uh, and so uh, uh, Jessica uh, uh, has uh, been kind of promoted up uh, online by the squad. And if everybody knows about the squad in Washington. Uh, so she is a progressive Democrat uh, who could take the House seat um, for uh Texas area from like San Antonio down to Laredo, which is a, it's a really good thing. And then there were some other big wins uh, in other parts of the States for progressive Democrats who actually did run. Uh, like we did last week when we like, we just wanted to like put out every mention of all the horrible things that were happening um, was that there are a lot of progressives, Democrats and uh, liberals uh, who live in Texas. And the number is quite large compared yeah. to other States. You know, if you like combine them all together, um, and so it's just one of those things, you know, you are seeing these little steps and hopefully like you're saying, Rourke. Right. Um, so this is going to be a more of a pop. This is going to be a popular vote. And so this is not an electoral vote. That is not how governors elected. This is like midterms, basically. So it's just going to be just. You just got to get out and vote, people, if you're in Texas. You have to get out and vote. <clears throat> Register to vote. Also, obviously, we can see what's happening in the world events. We can see. Everything that has happened, the State of the Union address just happened. We've seen the last six years of our life. And, you know, as our generation is moving closer to essentially as our generation is moving closer to taking power and begins to move into seats of power. And uh, a lot of us are finding our second careers because our first career was going to kill us or drive us to an early grave because, well, half mm -hmm. of us that started our careers early, our, our industries don't exist anymore or they don't exist in the way that we knew them when we first chose them. Um, Cody, I think you experienced that quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So much change, and, you know, when you're in a career for a very long time and uh, it's a, uh, yeah. Getting rid of people who want to push others down to make themselves better is not not the vibe. <laughs> not the vibe. You mean just actually? So uh, on our can, day. Oh my God! We need to bookmark this because if we can get, if we can oust Abbott, I want to be able to be like, I need to log on in the most millennial way possible. And be like, you guys, <sighs> there's been a real vibe shift. Beta <laughs> <Be the> one, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, me and Justin actually we're talking today on our walk uh, about the uh, Florida situation. Um, um, and more specifically, more specifically, Disney's statement that they released, which was a ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous statement. Uh, if you did, I, I, I don't want to long on that one. Minutes but later. basically, 
Yeah, basically saying that their content is what can help change things. And I'm like, what content? What? High School Musical, the series. Okay, there are two gay characters and uh, love Victor. But all the like Disney movies where they say the groundbreaking gay person, the person in the back? What? Right. Your content and and you took out a part in uh, Jungle Cruise for Russia and China because it was. So your content isn't that. And then the the CEO is ridiculous. If you read up on him, he doesn't want to get political, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But uh, we were talking about that in general and um, talking about the majority of people do not support uh, what's going on in Florida, do not support what's going on in Texas, do not support book bans. Um, and so it just matter of see time. The massive the don't say gay walkout the gay that the yes. kid that organized it has been suspended indefinitely and i'm like dude it's like okay you're gonna suspend him you don't want him to go to school like what right it's like so we'll stupid see. like what yeah oh, and then i just have to mention because it's so ridiculous did you see uh desantis who went to like a high school or yes. something and he said take off the mask he it's was a theater. huge work to these kids and i'm like Damn, bro. What is your dumb, dude? You, don't get me wrong. Teenagers can be super freaking infuriating. I mean, I'm old enough. I'm older, but I'm not old enough that I have forgotten what it was like to be a teenager. You, and the we way he said it. Each other when we were teenagers, you know, the, teenagers don't like teenagers, you know, but the still, way he, the the way he said it, he was so frustrated. Like it was literally killing him. I feel like it was I that know. kind of anger. It wasn't just like, okay, There's I'm a Republican. Holy water and he would have melted, you know? <laughs> it's not like I'm a Republican or conservative. I have to say this because this is just what I have to do. It, you could feel that that was like hurting him to see that they were going to be behind him in mask. Like it was going to kill right. him. It was like, calm down, bro. <laughs> one of my um, friends used to say he told me he had a his boss was also gay and he said whenever somebody one of the employees would come up to him kind of freaking out or being overworked he'd be like calm down mary like it's okay we're gonna work this out and when i saw <laughs> it's just like calm down mary you know <laughs> um also i do want to a straight guy <laughs> You know, but it's okay for them to tell us, oh, someone's in a sassy mood today. You know, make some freaking bullshit comment to us. But if you say, uh, yeah, down, right? Mary, just some, <laughs> some straight guy all jacked up on five-hour energy drinks and wife beating, they're going to be all like, oh, my God, I'm going to write some laws to ruin your life. Actually, he could. <laughs> but <laughs> um, uh, What was I going to say? In fact, oh no, I also want to mention this one too. I should have got the clip because it was so ridiculous. Um, but obviously, State of Union happened. If anybody watched it, if you didn't watch it, there was a kid in there who uh, has uh, type 1 diabetes and they were talking about insulin prices. Uh, also, uh, Biden had mentioned that it was his birthday the uh, day before. And then you had uh, people at uh, a certain news organization who were critiquing the speech. And uh, she, w one of the ladies, was like, you know, he missed an opportunity to be a human. Uh, and basically, you know, he said that it was this kid's birthday. Why didn't he sing happy birthday to him? <laughs> That's the critique you have, because here's the deal. I guarantee you, if he would have sang happy birthday to him, you would have been critiquing. Why is the president of the United States singing happy birthday? Gosh, Girl, come on. This is like, <laughs> I haven't heard, honestly, Cody, to be honest, we're going to stop the podcast and start a new one called this is uh, like the tan suit part two. I mean, oh my god, right? Yeah, what, what else are you gonna say? You didn't sing happy birthday to him. You said happy birthday. 
but you didn't say that that is that did your you really critique sing? of the speech where were the backup singers cody <laughs> like- <laughs> also did you see when he was like uh let's make everything in america uh make all the goods in america None of the Republicans clapped or stood up. I'm like, did the Republicans just don't want to make things in America? I thought they wanted right. to make well, things all those in America. MAGA hats were made in China. What do you expect? Like, I'm like confused. Uh, I, I was like, talking to one of my friends who is conservative, and I was like, I, I what, what? I thought y'all wanted to make things in America. What ch- did I miss? Some? I guess a vibe nope, shift happened. Guns. Vibe shift. They don't want to make things in America now. Nope, just <laughs> Russia. Guns. They want to make it in Russia. Um, uh but also i do love there's been quite the shift on that too <laughs> they've had a lot of vibe shifts you one day it's one well, you're thing really working day, this like, one out aren't you you're just really <laughs> going through it with this vibe shift thing it's closer to us i could feel this pull <laughs> um I, I all of this though in saying that um this is the website i was talk, t- telling everybody about uh, a while back um and it's called vote save america and so not only in texas where matt is and you had the recent elections um primaries of course midterms coming up um anybody in any state so if you're a state that's safe like say california or something where uh basically it's going to be democrats going to be winning um i can help Texas. I can help people in Texas or I can help in Florida. You can just go to Vote Save America. And I would recommend everybody to take a look at this because it's a really good website uh, to check out. And then all you got to do is go to volunteer. And when you click in volunteer, you just put in um, your zip code. What is the zip code for San Antonio? 7822 two whatever. Like one. Seven eight two, and then you need a two. You need two more digits. Oh, yeah. I got Houston. <laughs> I got five. Texas area. But um, I just was trying to give you some without giving my zip code away. Yeah, on yeah, no, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> give me your address. <laughs> right. Uh, no, we are. I I do have a few mutuals that have actual stalkers, and it is scary. And we have been yep. really fortunate. But I would like to not have that happen to me. So, um, so you can just go in here and then you can filter it because I know some people do, uh, only want to do virtual things. They don't want to like be on the phone. So you can text and then you just, you know, go. And so like, this is going to be different things. You can do zoom things. This is basically all for Texas. So like Lubbock and Houston and Tulsa and new Orleans, and you can go in and you can just do like text banking or phone banking. And this is just to get the word out. And that's like an important thing, uh, an important step to do that. Uh, before these elections in these big states. So don't think that you're in a state that's safe, that you can't do anything to help. You can actually do a lot to help. And it is these these things do help um, do it. And it just requires people to uh, get out there and uh, and help. So if you have like free time, a lot of these you can sit down for 30 minutes, do it, and then that's it, you know? So if that's all you have, that, that helps. Um, and I it, it's very, uh, I did it obviously in the presidential election and then yes. some of the more recent elections phone and text banking um, I, and it's very rewarding it's very rewarding if you do have like a, f- a little bit of free time each evening or uh once a week uh to do that so all these events are going vote save america it's a great website uh, if you do want to help uh get rid of these ridiculous people who are just like ugh, just annoys yeah. me every day seeing it but but you see positive things like the kid who does stand up and other people who are standing up, you know, that's everybody just has to 
to do that. And then it's a, it's a great thing. Then we'll have a vibe shift to something even better. There we go. There it is. <laughs> but also, we didn't mention the other day, uh, Biden did uh, nominate also a, uh, yes. a black woman uh, for the Supreme Court spot, which is really exciting. And though I hate to give this person's name any sort of airtime, so I'm not, but a certain senator from Kentucky, who is the minority leader, um, even said that they were qualified that Judge Brown was absolutely qualified. So I'm hoping this is signaling that she is not going to run into too many hangups because um, not that her qualification should matter because of what the fuck is on the Supreme Court right now, but speaking to her as a great legal mind, wow. I mean, just what a freaking academic resume. Um, you know, just and, um, oh, sorry, academic, professional, legal, I mean... Just absolutely amazing. I, I just think she's fantastic. She, she had recently been nominated to the, the court where she is now. And you had several Republicans, including uh, Lindsey Graham, who voted for her at the time for that particular thing. So at that time, he did think uh, she was qualified for that. We'll see what happens, um, obviously, uh, going forward. But that, that was some like really good positive news that we were also um, getting out. So Despite everything, there is a lot of positive to uh, look at. And uh, another thing, everybody, um, that uh, I don't know if you posted on Twitter, but you did send it to me. You've been painting a little to help you. I have been. I Um, I disconnected the last couple of days. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I totally disassociated. I just, (laughs) my brain kind of went into overload and I wanted to paint. And um, I paint a little bit of everything. I try to find various tutorials that kind of speak to me. this one I kind of modified a bit. It's very obviously there's, it's very specifically chosen. Um, but uh, this might be one of my favorites. But obviously, you know, I mean, I support Ukraine, and so that hence the coloring. I changed a little bit of it. Um, but from here on out, when I paint, I will likely do still life objects because even though they're really, it's really hard for me. I mean, you guys that can draw and paint, I have so much admiration for your patience and your skill and the artistry behind it. I spent probably four hours doing this. And um, it was very comforting to do, but uh, it takes so much of out of me to do it. But I get so much joy out of it. It's kind of like when I write, I get the same joy out of it. But um, I'm just not very good at shading and uh, mixing colors to get them right. I tried to follow the tutorials best I could. It's from Korea Art, C-O-R-R-E-A, Art on YouTube. And they post things for people like me who just want to learn how to paint. And the um, he, puts, he puts the colors that you need in the um, description. <coughs> and then the rest of it, you just see him kind of mix it and start painting. So I'll watch 20, 30 seconds of it. Rewind. I So I have to watch it probably five or six times before I'll start painting and make myself comfortable. Um, so is this it yes that is it um you can actually probably see if you look up sunflower vase sunflower is the ukraine flower the flower of ukraine um so that's why i picked sunflowers but um if you can look up sunflower in a vase you'll be able to see oh there it is right there that's what it was supposed to look like um so i ended up repainting part of it to uh 
fit the yellow in because I was doing so bad with the blue blanket that was kind yeah. of supposed to be like draped across. Um, it was just so hot. It was so hideous when I was doing it. See how pretty that blanket looks or that drapery looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I might go in later and try to make it look a little more textured because I really love the painting. I mean, that's something I would just buy for my house. Um, so I could not quite get the colors right. I couldn't figure it out. So I picked colors I liked and shades of blue I liked because blue is my favorite color. And there we are. <laughs> um, I have to say that the flowers look so good and the three dimension uh, of the table there. I was like, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I totally messed it up. Is not look, So the tactic he used, I, I really tried. I tried really hard. Yeah. Didn't work out at all. So I just started kind of, I had to stop the video and make it look like what I needed it to look like in my head to continue because I was, you get frustrated with yourself. You know, you're, you're literally looking at somebody doing the thing you're trying to follow. And you're like, why doesn't mine look anything like that? Um, but I'm using all entry level stuff. I spent very little on a basic set of paints, basic brushes and some basic canvases. And it's lasted me months and months and months. So this is, I would probably just only paint like still objects, not like mm-hmm. people or movement. I did paint the one. The only thing I painted like was a lady in red kind of thing. I did paint that. I want you to paint a picture of me. You, I don't think you want that. Um, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> you mean to draw uh, you like one of my five girls? <laughs> yes, I do. Please. Uh, Chris says, yes, I saw the paintings on Twitter and they're amazing. And Keith says it looks amazing in person. Um, I'll define it. And I'll play it next week. Uh, but there's a, uh, there's a video of um, the Titanic, but it's the cat version. And so Jack's holding a cat, Jack's drawing the cat and whatever. And then at the end, at the end, um, it's Jack showing, um, I can't even think of her name, but, uh, (laughs) what is her name? Rose. Rose, uh, showing Rose the painting. But when he opens up the painting, it's the painting uh, that he did of the cat, like sprawled out, like one of the French girls. Someone did a, um, uh, basically you know the part where rose is going to jump off the titanic spoiler mm-hmm. alert rose tries to jump and jack talks her down and he talks about if jack was really from wisconsin he would sound like this and the dialogue <laughs> it was so funny i do love titanic we'll talk about it on our uh nostalgic episode which we'll we'll be recording soon but uh I feel like back in the day when Titanic happened, everybody, not, I don't want to say everybody, but a lot of people saw that movie like four or five times in theaters. I think I only saw it. I saw it once because it had come out and one of my neighbors, she really wanted to see it. Um, she was visiting from Canada. She was visiting her grandmother and she was visiting her grandmother. And I also live with my grandparents. So they were like, well, why don't we all go see it? So, um, so I went and saw it. And then I think my youth group had wanted to see it as well. Boobs. But, yeah, I didn't know about any of that. I was like, <laughs> I might be gay. I might be gay. <laughs> Looking back, Chris, uh, Matt start selling paintings. Author, painter, nurse. The paintings I don't feel comfortable selling unless I'm selling to donate because I didn't come up with a cut. I freehanded two of them, and they're definitely a totally different quality. Like they're, <laughs> um, but the other ones all came from somebody posting their own work for free, showing trying to show the rest of us how to paint. So I feel really weird trying to monetize something I did that I didn't come up with, and I was literally following a tutorial. Unless it's to sell it to donate to like a really good cause, 
you know, that, that I'm not keeping, I, I would feel weird profiting off of, um, off of that, you know, that would just make me feel strange. Um, but well, in the, in the future, when you get better, author, everybody uh, on the author thing, I have attempted to, I'm still writing the sequel. I just don't, I have it mapped out before school started, before school started in August, I had gone through and I mapped out the entire series, which is about four books. And uh, I had planned out the second one, which I'm in the middle of writing. And I would say I'm a good 15,000 words into it, 10 or 15,000 words into it that I've written canon. And then I've written other excerpts that I will probably, what I usually did was write bits and pieces of the story and then put them in where I wanted. And then kind of kept smoothing it out until it's kind of like when you roll dough, you keep, you know, you cut it, do what you mm-hmm. need to do, roll it, re-roll it, and, and smooth it out and do it again and sprinkle a little more flour and keep going. That's kind of what writing is like for me. So I don't know how other people do it. I didn't really look too much into how people do it because I didn't want to copy somebody. And I didn't want to, like, take an idea or something. I wanted to kind of fuck it up myself. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> Being bad at something has never stopped me from trying to do it. Um, so, you know... <laughs> If my family knew that I paint, my one sister knows I paint. My other relatives, none of them have any idea, except I think one of my aunts, other aunts follows me on Snapchat and one of my cousins. Mm -hmm. But nobody else knows I I do any of this stuff. (laughs) Like, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I found it right before we were going to get ready to go because we are past the hour mark. Uh, We found uh, the Titanic kitty. Oh. Hang on. I want us to have us. So, yeah. So... Jack holding the kitty. <laughs> they made it like a obviously a movie trailer, and then uh, you're gonna. <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> I die every time I see it because it's so well done. Like you wouldn't even know that it's any different. Gonna hold uh, the kitty over. That cat would have already jumped over to get those dolphins. Wouldn't have been a pretty picture afterwards. Um, but in a minute, you're up. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting weird (laughs) here it is here it is (laughs) oh my goodness Uh, and then uh, obviously at the end here you're going to have him showing the artwork oh there they are <laughs> Everybody, I love it. Uh Al Kitty on YouTube. Go check it out. They uh he did one where he Jurassic uh, Park did Jurassic hilarious. Park. Yeah. He replaced the T-Rex with the a big cat. Uh his cat there. Keith um, says, "Oh. Oh, go ahead." Uh one other thing about Matt's nursing ability, Matt was taking care of my good friend's mom in the hospital. Both of them said how nice he was and what a great nurse he will be. Plus my friend was an ER nurse. Yes, I got a text message from Keith out of concern. His best friend's mother had um unfortunately been taken to the hospital and I'm on a unit that's kind of it's serious. If you're there it's it's, it's what's called a step down ICU. So if you're in the intensive care unit and you start to get a little better, you come to me or come to my floor. And that's kind of where you can kind of go either direction. You know, you want to keep going down. You want to go, you want to keep getting down because that means you're getting better. And um, she was taken to my floor and he rattled off the room number. And I was actually had just been assigned my, I just got into the hospital about 30 minutes mm-hmm. before I'd been assigned my patients with my nurse. And 
she I was literally standing outside her room and he didn't know oh, she wow. wasn't he wasn't sure which hospital I was at. So um I took care of her for the day as well. And um I got to meet Keith's best friend and who is a ER nurse, uh, or she's a former ER nurse now. And so it was wonderful to meet them. And no, it was not a HIPAA violation or anything or anything like that because I didn't know them in person and this was totally unintentional. Um, but they were absolutely wonderful to me. They let me ask lots of questions. They let my instructor ask lots of questions to demonstrate teaching. Um, so obviously I can't share like actual details, but I can say it was, I know like four people in San Antonio outside of my classmates and Keith, the odds of one of them being, you know, such a close connection, winding up in my hospital where I was, because there's a lot of hospitals here. I mean, San Antonio is the seventh largest city in the country. There's a lot of facilities here. Um, mm -hmm. So it was just wild. And of course, she recognized me as soon as I walked in. Uh, they we, they all knew all about me because, of course, once they told Keith where she was and he was like, I think Matt's there. Um, ask for him. <laughs> but it worked out really well. They um, She was super supportive of having a student nurse um, mm -hmm. help her and talk to her. And they were very comfortable with me. And they let me interact. And my nurse was just so happy because it also means they're comfortable with me and the things she needed, I was able to pretty much do. Um, for the record, for the things I can do, I can actually do lots of things. Of course, I'm totally always under supervision of my nurse. And I don't even give medications without being able to tell my nurse what they are. And sometimes that means when you get them, you look them up yourself and make sure that you know and make sure they match what's going on with your patient because mm -hmm. accidents happen um so it was a really it turned out to be a good experience because everything's okay and um you know that's pretty much all i can say about that part but it just what a small world cody what are the odds and it, it made a really good because you don't ever a lot of times feel like you sometimes really don't feel like you know what you're doing because there's so much information you really don't know what you're doing, but you do. If you know when to recognize somebody's really sick, you recognize when to stop and go and when to do certain things, mm -hmm. it's okay to say, hold on, I need to look it up. I literally carry a professional drug guide in my phone. I pay for it. It's worth it. Any nursing student, get a paid drug guide in your phone. If you can't afford it, ask for help. Somebody will probably give you the money just to buy it for you worth the $40 a year because um, there's no ads and it tells me everything and it's a beautiful breakdown. So I was able to look up these meds real quick. I make my own notes and it's okay. It's okay to make notes. <laughs> like you don't have to memorize and know everything out of your head because you yeah. can't, you know, that will come with time. So I don't, I don't stress about that. It's so what, how cool though. And then she told me that they, they texted her later and said, texted later and said uh, how much they liked having me in there. And that made me feel really good but honestly i just was so glad she's okay because it's scary you know your mm -hmm, mom's in the hospital for sure. you don't want your mom in the hospital even if somebody caring for them is somebody that you really really trust um but because his best friend is a former er nurse um she obviously has a lot of skills and technicality you know technical skill too and the experience so it was also nice kind of having that perspective and her she was able to talk to me and I can be honest with her about how I feel about school and what's going on because she lived it. She totally mm -hmm. lived that experience. She knows she has seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. She's trained lots of people. She has seen people come from great schools, horrible schools. And 
you know, sometimes it's, yes, sometimes it's a school you're trained at and sometimes it's you, sometimes it's a combination. You just have to be, have an open mind to learning. And so it was a cool learning experience. Um, not the way I thought I was going to meet his best friend. I thought we would do dinner sometime, you know, cause she's a lovely person. I've been hearing about her for yeah. years, but so getting to meet her in a hospital was not, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a little scary. <laughs> yeah. But well, I, that's great. And Keith said they loved him. Right. Loved so, him. you know, just so you all know, I actually know how to use this stethoscope <laughs> and I know how to use my equipment. <laughs> uh, I hope I never have to, but I can do a catheter and put an NG tube in you. I hope you never need it, but I can do it. I hope you never need it. <laughs> well, everybody, on that note, uh, Keith says, uh, the funny uh, thing is that Matt met her mom before I did. Oh, goodness. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, everybody, uh, thank you all for joining us uh, for this uh, live show. We thank you uh, for listening in and hearing us ramble about whatever we did today. We definitely appreciate it as, uh, as, as always um, uh, be sure. Uh, and uh, on the videos, even this live one, if you're watching it there, uh, obviously you are, cause this is not audio. Click like, click the like button right now. Thumbs up. Hopefully not thumbs yes. down, uh, but do that on our videos as well. A uh, new episode of the podcast coming out on uh, Wednesday, uh, which is really exciting. Um, and so we hope all of you have a great uh, weekend uh, and you go do something fun and enjoy it. I'm going to go get, I'm not sure what I'm getting yet. I don't, I'm either going to get a quesadilla or a American sausage burrito. You had McDonald's. So I had McDonald's and I was so excited because we've talked about McDonald's Coke, right? I don't have soda yes. ever. And I was so excited to get a Coke. We roll up and they're like, every all we have is sweet tea and milkshakes. Well, no. So I got a sweet tea and that's because it's not their fault. So yeah. um, uh, I actually have to go because I'm going to go burn down that location because <laughs> in retribution. It's not personal. I want everybody to know it's not personal. <laughs> I do have to say real quick, we were talking about earlier about uh, weight loss or weight gain, exercise, whatever. Yeah. Matt, you're going to be, uh, I think, proud of this particular moment, considering you know my past or what I do. But um, go on. I'll have to check on that. But uh, I, for all of February, except for only two times, all of February, I didn't drink soda at all. Not at all so every night i've been drinking water only uh, delicious with my dinner so do you feel refreshed yeah. as fuck <sighs> yeah no, it's, it's been nice it's been I've nice been um, to, I, I drink a lot of, if you remember when i was on my meds i had to drink six or seven of those large bottles a day to stay functional and i thought it, i was like you know what it's in my head do you remember when i did that one i was like it'll be fine i'll just drink my normal amount of water per day and i'm like Oh God, you guys, I'm really sick. I feel really sick. <laughs> I have been drinking also with not drinking soda. I have been drinking um, like uh, eight glasses of water a day. Um, Good job. So no, really. I've been like, we give each other a lot of that. Help, we, we do try to encourage each other to take care of ourselves. Like I said, I do feel like I am in like my body is the Denny's in the rough side of town, but it's okay. Like I'm trying to love good Denny's. I, I I'm prepping when they're drunk though. Huh? <laughs> I'm prepping myself uh, for my <laughs> summer of abs. Yeah. <laughs> summer of abs coming soon. Well, everybody on that note. 
<laughs> Soda stream, awesome. I okay, man. It's hard we'll to talk about it next time. Go. Uh, I want a soda dispenser. I don't want a soda stream. I want the actual dispenser, like you have, like at McDonald's or something. There's oh, yeah, some people that are oh, like rich yes. that have them. Oh my gosh, bastards! I would want like Coke, cherry Coke, root beer, Dr Pepper, and um, ginger ale. Those would be my like five oh. sodas that I would want on. I want it. I just. I want it. I. One day, my compound. In the compound, okay. And Matt's it's gonna live on the poster. compound, but uh, yeah, the compound will have a soda machine. You'll, when you I want well, soda? you'll have to catch me like working on Cody's compound like forty years from now, and like my student scrubs, they're all ripped up and torn, and I'm like swinging my stethoscope around, being like, "I'm gonna take the boards," you know, and I'm all, I'm, I'm all like lost, he's gonna, crying. He's gonna have to use his uh human nursing medical knowledge to help me with animals <laughs> you like, could just have a vet come visit <laughs> you're there matt the cow's having a baby what do we do i don't know you got youtube <laughs> <laughs> okay everybody uh we hope you all have a great weekend Jesus. and we'll see you next week bye bye y'all so, hey, guys, we want to remind everyone um, that you can keep in touch with us on all of our social media channels, um, whether that is uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can do all of that at the Comacast. And we definitely love to interact and hear from all of our listeners. All of this is not possible without you guys. And if you don't mind rating our podcast on iTunes or whatever your preferred podcast uh, provider is, just leave a comment. It's greatly appreciated. And thank you for joining us. See you next time. <laughs>